And welcome to the Under the Hood podcast. We are joined by my buddy Dylan from the Flow Show. It was a Florida show about the Florida State League. Now it's about everything, and we're talking NASCAR. He's got a little bit of NASCAR knowledge as well, and I say a little bit, I mean a lot. How's it going today, sir? Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys, for the playoffs championship time. Uh, Not a lot of season left, man. Only 10 races on the schedule left. Start of the playoffs is Sunday at Darlington. I believe it's a day race, correct? Six o'clock night race. Six o'clock night race, okay. I I love this is what I love about the playoffs, man. It's all at night. It's kind of prime time, if you will. You gotta love it, man. These guys, sixteen drivers coming in. We're gonna have one guy coming out as a champion by the end of or the start of November, I should say, usually is when that ends. So uh, a lot to look into and a lot to talk about here as uh, some interesting driver names, a lot of new faces in the playoffs this year. Yeah, we got four new faces out of the 16. So will they all get eliminated in the first round? I don't know. We got two night races uh, for this playoffs. The, of course, Darlington and then the Bristol race. Every other race, you know, three, two, a lot of two o'clock, which I'm happy about, uh, especially in October. We got a, uh, Vegas at 2 o'clock, Holmes at 2 o'clock, Taldega at 2 o'clock. So a lot of early races, I guess they like to do that. They'll be competing with uh, the NFL as well, um, at least not for this first race, which is why Darlington always usually gets quite a bit of coverage. So yeah. the way it's going to work, we're going to basically give our uh, playoff predictions from 16th to 1st. We'll do it like that to kind of build it up the way it's going to work. We're going to get one point if we guess the correct rounds. For example, if you picked, I don't know, random name, if you picked Chase Elliott to get eliminated in the round of 12 for some reason, if he does, you get a point for that. If you pick Chase Elliott to finish seventh in the standings and he finishes seventh, you get the three points. If you got them both right, like I said, if, if he gets seventh, you picked him seventh, he gets seventh, you get the four points because you got the right round and the right thing. We'll see how it goes at the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just kind of go one by one and give an explanation. Uh, So you are my guest. So I will have you basically start first for everyone, kind of like how you do for me when I'm on your podcast. So 16th place, who is unfortunately going to be that final driver to finish 16th, barely even doing anything in the playoffs? It's got to be Austin Dillon. Um, You know, this is kind of tough because, you know, the three-car – the last couple of years, it's had competitive moments. It's been at the front. And and even this year, too, the three-car has had some moments to win races this year, especially at some of the road courses. Um, you know, I, I mean, Dylan obviously just getting in last week, uh, kind of a bit of surprise. Obviously, last week was nuts at Daytona. Every driver basically was out. So, like, the top ten was just insane. Somebody put – money on that and they won almost a million dollars which i thought was hilarious i saw Um, that because it's daytona you never know (laughs) yeah so i thought that was awesome that somebody actually won that much money and it was a 13 dollar free parlay that they had too on that which i thought was hilarious um yeah i think dylan doesn't make it past the round of 16 it's unfortunate you know i it it stinks because dylan's probably never gonna leave that three car to be honest with you he's always gonna have ties with richard childress who is his grandfather so I mean, I don't see Austin Dillon ending up leaving Richard Childress at all, ever, anytime soon. But he just hasn't put up the same production that Reddick has this year. And uh, unfortunately, Dillon, I think, is the first one out. Um, you know, I have a little bit more confidence in a few of the guys who are a little bit above him, who unfortunately won't make the playoffs as well. But I do think um, they, they, they will be a little bit better, maybe a bit more competitive, too. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not put Austin Dillon last, and I'll tell you why when we get to where I put him. Um, also, his Darlington is his best track. But the guy I put last is someone that is going to be losing four positions from where they're starting now, and that's Chase Briscoe. Um, this is the sec- uh, second most obvious pick for last, at least according to the odds. Um, Austin Dillon is last in the odds. But, I mean, Briscoe has just been not been good lately he had he was good in the beginning of the year um you know briscoe he got the win early phoenix since then only three top fives the entire season which means he's now running up in the front 
he only has four top tens as well, which is the lowest out of anybody um, in in this playoffs. To compare, Austin Dillon has double at eight top tens. And as you know, there's 16 positions. If you run in top tens, you'll, you know, you'll at least get to the round of 12. And Briscoe's just not doing that. But Briscoe does win stages. The thing about him is that when he does run fast, he runs fast. But he has such low momentum. He's averaging a 24th place finish lately in the last two months. Really, I mean, you look at the tracks, it's two intermediates and a short track. He is the worst intermediate driver in the playoffs right now with an average finish of 20th, and he's 13th in the, in the short tracks. So really, I can only see him doing well at Bristol. Didn't do well at Bristol earlier this year. I think it's the obvious pick for me. He only has nine playoff points, which is only uh, you know three more than Austin Dillon, uh, which will easily be made up in one race. So I've got Briscoe finishing last with a lot of other people, actually. They on, um, on the NASCAR show last night, uh, I forgot what it was, but they had Briscoe finishing last as well. So he loses four spots, in my opinion. So 15th place for you, is this Briscoe? It is Briscoe. Um, yeah, I think Briscoe doesn't make it past the round of 16. Easy pretty choice there. He, obviously, as you mentioned, hasn't had the same success that he had at the beginning of the year. He got that one win at Phoenix. And basically, he's just kind of been on, like, idle the rest of the year. He hasn't done much, um, as you had mentioned. And I I put him up a little bit higher just because, obviously, you know, Stuart Haas equipment is a little bit better than, you know, RCR equipment. But Chevy Man has been fast. So I could honestly see Dylan get past Briscoe. Um, You know, I could see Briscoe finish last place because of how fast Chevy has been this year. Um, And a lot of Chevys are in the, the, the round of 16, um, if you uh, haven't noticed yet. Um, I, I do think Briscoe, though, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it kind of perfectly. He hasn't really raced very well uh, these last couple of months, ever since that first victory and the only victory he had this season. So I am going to put Briscoe at 15. Uh, so not too far off from where you had him, but I do think he will at least finish a little bit better than Austin Dillon because I know you mentioned Austin Dillon's best track is Darlington, and he has had success at Darlington, but – I, I don't know. Dylan is just a weird driver. Um, he's not consistent, just like Briscoe as well this season. Um, I, I don't know. It's a hit or miss for me. Uh, that could go either way, but I do think Briscoe gets 15, just because I do think Stuart Haas equipment is a little bit better than, obviously, RCR equipment. Mm-hmm. You say that, but only two Stuart Haas out of the four made it, and both that's, RCR cares. That's made true. it. But so it's also a two-car team, though. So. Yeah. We just swap positions effectively. I put Austin Dillon at 15th, gaining one spot. You can, again, you could talk me out of it, honestly. Like, it's really something where it's like, I think Briscoe barely passes Dillon, but I don't think it's going to be that much. So I'll talk out of it right now with my explanation of why I have Dillon ahead. So, of course, Austin Dillon's best track is Darlington and Charlotte. Of course, Charlotte, the one and a half mile, not the Roval, which we don't have anyways. But Dylan's best track is Darlington, and he's coming off a win. I almost guarantee a top 10 this weekend. Um, and like I said, you just look at the numbers. They both have uh, – Austin Dillon has one more top five on the year. He has four more top tens on the year. Um, he doesn't have those stage wins that Briscoe does, like I said. But like I said, when you look at its short tracks and intermediates, 12th place average finish compared to a 20th and then a 20th as well for Briscoe compared to a 14th and Dylan in his last five races has finished 15th. So it's everything's lining up for 15. Like I said, when you come off a win too, it just gives you a little bit more momentum. He'll have a better qualifying order. If that matters in Darlington, it doesn't really matter, but I, I just think um, with how it's been, I'm, I wasn't happy about Austin Dylan making the playoffs. Yeah. But I, do, and I, I'm a Briscoe fan. I don't hate the guy, but I do think um, Austin Dillon just you know barely goes ahead. And of course, you never know what could happen. Kyle Busch has been very unlucky this year, um, and he could crash out the first races. And Daniel Suarez, uh, Kevin Harvick, like yeah. you got some guys in here who really are kind of unknowns. Like you just don't know what they're going to be like. Blaney, another example as well. Like you don't know what Blaney's going to be like this season or in this playoffs. So. And we, we saw last year Byron came into the playoffs as a top six driver, crashed out in Darlington, and got lapped in Bristol and got eliminated. Yeah. So 
yeah. never know what's going to happen. I really don't know uh, what your hatred is towards Kevin Harvick, though. But anyways, honestly, I don't have any hatred towards Kevin Harvick. I, I don't actually. Um, and we'll get into uh, okay. get into the next next yeah. um, on the fourteenth place for you. Uh, my fourteenth place is going to be Austin Cindric. Um Interesting pick here, but uh, yeah. you know he. He won the Daytona race and basically he's done nothing since then. He's he's had a few opportunities, but really? uh, I just I don't know. Cindric hasn't impressed me this year. Every, every any race that I've watched, he hasn't impressed me. Um, I mean, he's had some decent races, but again, I I don't think Cindric makes Cindric makes it past the round of sixteen. Uh, I do know that you know. Penske's had a good year. I mean, all three drivers made it. I'll give them that. But I don't. I just don't think Cindric is up there with a Blaney or a Logano um, in terms of of the way his performance has been this season. So I do have Cindric um, at fourteen. Uh, it's an interesting pick because you know, again, you mentioned like with Bush, maybe a Suarez who hasn't really raced the way he has you know raced earlier in the year. Um, you know, there's a lot of interesting kind of factors, if you will. Um, but I do think Cindric is the 14th driver in terms of where I have him right now. It is interesting, though, that you say that Cindric hasn't done anything since the beginning when he's been one of the hottest drivers in August. Especially, well, in, yeah, I mean, but like Atlanta, I completely understand, but I'm saying. Like in terms of like uh, outlook of the season, like he hasn't like mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just it feels like he's had more bad than he has had good. He's been great to super sways and road courses, which there are two of. So mm-hmm. I I don't hate it, um, but I personally don't see him in fourteenth. So what I have gone for fourteenth is someone that I feel is better than fourteenth, but it's just the way that it's kind of been, and that is Daniel Suarez. Um, I really feel that his car especially is good enough to be in the top 12. But what, like, Suarez has done, like, he's got more top 10s than the two previous drivers that I've eliminated. He's got more top 10s than Cendric. But it's just he struggles at intermediates. And when you have two intermediates and Bristol where really anything can happen, you can get lapped, a couple laps down, Bad pit stop with penalties, and now you're in the back. You kind of really got to rely on Darlington and Kansas, and it's, that's something that Suarez has not been able to do. Like I said, he's averaging a fifth or 18th place, which is not even in the playoffs. And in his last few races, his last five races, in fact, 20th. But when Suarez is on, he leads laps, like we saw in uh, Circuit of the Americas. So – I definitely feel bad for kind of putting Suarez here, but it's not like he has a crazy amount of playoff points. He only has one more playoff point than Cendric and Dylan and yeah, yeah. Briscoe, and that's that's one position. Suarez is an interesting driver because, you know, he could surprise people. Um, you know, I mean, like, as you mentioned, Suarez hasn't been good on the intermediate tracks, and I, I do agree with that. Um, he could be an interesting guy to watch out for, though, because, you know, Trackhouse is just a fast team in general, um, and they've had a pretty decent season. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, obviously, but I mean, they've been a pretty fast team this season. To put um, it in perspective, if he didn't get the win, he wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah, probably, probably not. Well, no, that, that's not a probably. It's definite. <laughs> so, no, yeah. so I don't know. But if he can get to Roble, he can make the round of eight. Mm-hmm. Just someone like like a Reddick, like a Bell. Or that even mobile. Talladega, man. Like, if you get to Talladega, exactly. anything happens. There's so. a lot that there, – there's two the wild round of, The round of 12 is, like, the the one round where yeah. you can honestly make it – like, you could get out of the round of 12. Like, it's yeah. the most, like, achievable round to win. In and Texas of, like, was the all-star race, which Blaney won, which doesn't yeah. count for him. But yeah. at least he hasn't won on that track for the year. So, well, it's like three also, wild cards. Yeah, and also, too, I mean, you got to think about it. Texas is an interesting track as well. That – causes there's been chaos that's happened at texas too so mm-hmm. yeah so, so scores for me he loses a spot okay. so far briscoe the biggest all right so who is the final driver not making heading in to bristol they're gonna miss the cut line by like two points who's gonna this, make for you this was this was tough i kind of so i i did have um well this was tough i'll i'll, I'll give you the th- like three drivers 
I kind of was going with. Um, and it was Bush, Suarez, and Bell. Um, you know, Bush has kind oh of been... Oh, my goodness. Bush has kind of been inconsistent. What the... Uh, but I do think Bush, when when pissed off, when you have a bad like a mean Bush, Kyle Bush, he's uh he's gonna find a way. Um, I'm fine. I just go. don't know how you have Bell in consideration for not even making the round of sixteen. Yeah, so I actually have Bell not making the round of sixteen. What is wrong with you? I'm nothing's wrong with me. This is how I. This is what I think. I oh again, goodness. I I do think like over I mean, Bowman. But 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 Hendrick's interesting though, dude. Like Hendrick is a is a Ugh. tough team still. Like Bowman's Bowman's weird. Like Bowman can win races. Like last season, he won. What did he he won at? What was it Richmond last season? Um, I believe it was. It was Richmond or one of the. I think it was Richmond last year. Um, in the playoffs, like it was Bowman's Hamlin weird. Like Bowman, what's up? It was in Martinsville, or uh, I think it was Martinsville, and Hamlin called him a hack or something. Okay, maybe it was Martinsville. Regardless, Bowman, like, Hendrick cars are just, I, I don't know. The, Hendrick usually finds ways to come on in the in, in the playoffs. Like Okay, but fine. I just don't know how you have Bell worse than Suarez when Bell has arguably been a championship four driver in, like, the last two months. He's, Bell, Bell's the best Joe Gibbs racer. The playoffs are different, man. We'll say that. I know they're different, but still, there's no way. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I wrote down on my paper. That's You just said long. last year. Like, last year, we were talking about it. Byron didn't even make the playoffs last year. It was a round of 12, and he was a top six driver. So, I don't know. I, I just think – I think that I, – I don't know. I – it's one of those things where I, I do think Bush will find a way to get to the round of 12 because I do think Bush, like, when he, like, when he's, you know, not, you know, like, when he's kind of under the radar and stuff, he kind of finds ways to get to, you know, the next round of the playoffs. Like, Bush, Bush when pissed off, is, like, a, like a, like, really good. You know, he's on his game. And he doesn't have a contract next year. Yeah, like, he's going to But, sir, to I don't know how you have, like, Suarez over that. I mean, Bowman, maybe, for sure. Definitely not Suarez. I don't know. I, I just I don't know. There's something about Suarez and, and Trackhouse that I've I've enjoyed. This I just season. don't know what you don't like about Bell. I don't I I don't hate Bell. I think Bell's a good driver. It's just I just think I don't know. There's always that kind of like last year with Byron. You know, like he didn't make playoffs in the round of twelve. I, I there's just something about Bell. I just I don't know. I think he he's gonna have some struggles maybe here in the round of sixteen. Mm-hmm. Well, I have gone with kind of a surprise as well, just because of the team. I've gone with Alex Bowman to be my final driver to not make it, which actually gains him two spots because he's coming into this 15th. So it is an improvement for Bowman. But really, Bowman's has kind of been disappointing in terms of Hendrick. He does have 10 top 10s, which is holding him well, at least. But when you look at the numbers, they're not good numbers this year. He won in Vegas. One thing that Bowman does do is race playoff tracks well. So I could be wrong with not having him make the, the round of 12. But I do feel, and obviously that means that Cendric, I have Cendric moving on to the round of 12. Interesting. At least lately, and the way the tracks have been, are set up, I feel more confident that Cendric can race better than Bowman, especially when you consider like Bowman's kind of that, you know, fourth Hendrick driver that's in the playoffs. Are all four of them going to make the – I mean, that hasn't happened. If you think about it, it hasn't happened. We're all four Hendrick drivers. Make it to the round 12th last year. It was Byron. So, I've got uh, Bowman, which I said gains two spots, funny enough, but does not make the round of 12. All right. So, now everyone here has moved on to the opportunity of the wild card races, so to say, with Texas, Talladega, yep. Charlotte, um, of course, Blaney won the All-Star race in Texas. And in, then in terms of uh, Talladega earlier in the year, I believe, yep, yep. Chastain. And then we didn't race the Roval. So could Blaney and Chastain repeat, get himself to the round of eight? Um, let's start with you for who's well, 12th Well, do we want to go through our round of 12, like just to get everybody kind of what we have? 
Because we, you know, we told them who we think is going to be eliminated, but we should at least say who we have in the round. Well, yeah, we have everybody that we haven't eliminated. (laughs) Yeah, but we haven't really told anybody who's, like, actually in the playoffs. Well, I'm not going to say because then that's going to reveal my order, so. Well, I mean, it doesn't, there's no, I mean, I I, I didn't write it down in fully order. Um, I just kind of wrote them down and put them in, but um, I did, you know, I do have my order with it, but. um, Let's just just keep going 16 through 1. All right, fine. We know who's still left. All right. Um, number 12. Number 12. All right. So, uh, number 12, I got Daniel Suarez uh, at 12. Uh, as you mentioned, the round of 12 is kind of one of those rounds that it's kind of anybody's game with Talladega and with the Roval. Um, I do think Suarez does get eliminated. Now, he has raced well on the road courses, it feels like, this season. Um, but... I, I don't know. I just think Suarez, as you kind of mentioned, um, again, the Suarez Bell thing is weird. I do think Bell probably will end up making it, but I, I just, you know, there's always that surprise pick. Um, so I just, I, and I liked Track House this season, and I think they've they've been competitive, uh, more so Chastain than Suarez. Um, but I do think though that Suarez does end up getting eliminated here in the round of 12 and he is the 12th driver. Um, and that's, that's, end, that's where I have him uh, finishing out his playoffs. Um, I, I do think he's got a very good shot at possibly upsetting some people and get into the round of eight. If he does make it past the round of 16, granted. Uh, but I do think that uh, that's where is, is the 12th driver here. So, yeah, like I said, I didn't have him getting to the round of 12 with him finishing 14th. I've gone with, I would just say now the obvious pick because the, It'd be Cendric, which has him gaining two spots because he comes in 14th, finishes 12th. For me, like I said, the momentum he has now will at least get him to the round of 12. And, you know, he's sure he has a chance at Charlotte because he's really good at road courses. Um, but funny enough, he hasn't been like that great at Super Speedways, even though he has the win. And mm-hmm. Daytona, I think he might get wrecked out. He didn't race well at Texas. So he'll do he'll do enough to get to the round of twelve, but he will finish twelfth there, gaining two spots at yep. least. Um, so now eleventh, where we're kind of gonna start getting into like there's a lot of like championship contenders really. I think now we're gonna start getting into them being eliminated. So number eleven, I got Alex Bowman. Um, you obviously had him not making the round of six or now the round of twelve at all. Um, I do think he makes the round of 12. Again, I do think that Hendricks, obviously the peak of the peak in terms of their, you know, performance and in terms of the way their cars are. Um, I do think Bowman, you know, he's a weird playoff driver. He, you know, finds ways to get into the playoffs. I do think he gets to the round of 12, but I think his uh, luck runs out at some point. And with Talladega being in there, you just never know. Guys wreck. Bowman could be in a big wreck. So I, I, I have a feeling Bowman won't end up making it into the round of eight. Um, and I do have him getting into the 11th spot. Yeah, I definitely don't mind that. So you have him gaining five spots then in yeah. terms of playoffs, which I feel could definitely happen for Hendrick. I just didn't have that in mind. Yeah. Um, so my 11th place driver is also Hendrick driver. And this guy is losing six spots. And it's Willie B, William Byron, who has just really? not had playoff luck. As we mentioned last year, sixth place, gets eliminated in the round of 16. He comes in this year fifth in terms of points. But I have him eliminated. Here's why. And I mis- mentioned to this to you in the pre-podcast. William Byron has two wins this year. Yes, but both early on the year. He has four top fives, which is less than many playoff drivers. And like Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace is more top fives. Byron also only has five top tens. Are you telling me that th- there's a driver that's going to have a chance to make it to the round of eight when they have five top fives? That's a top five every five races. Or top 10, I mean, every five races. There could be a good chance that he doesn't even get a top 10 in the first six races because statistically, that's what happened. That's what's happened. He has been the worst driver in this playoff field in terms of finishing. Yeah. But he is fast. He has 612 laps left, which is second behind Elliott. So it's definitely interesting putting him here. But I mean, 19th at intermediate tracks, he's 23rd at super speedways, and he's uh, 18th at road courses. Those are all terrible n- n- numbers, and those are the three races that are in this round. And mm-hmm. lately, he's been terrible. He doesn't finish in the top 10, let alone the top five. 
let alone the top 15. He has the most DNFs in this playoffs. I think it would not even be a surprise if Byron doesn't even make it to round 12. But don't be surprised if Byron makes it to the uh, championship four just because he is so fast, but he can't finish. And yeah. you need to finish to get points. So I have him losing six spots in 11th, which I've actually seen a lot of people on Twitter have him not even make the round of 12. So I yep. feel a little bit better about putting him 11th. Um, so, uh, all right. So 10th place for you. 10th place for me. Um, it, it was a little tough, but I'm going to go Kyle Busch. Um, you know, Bush has had a really off year this year. He, he's, again, really in kind of a weird spot because he doesn't have a contract next season officially. Um, I'd imagine he'll be back with Joe Gibbs. I don't see him leaving Joe Gibbs. I do think he wants to stay with them. I just think, you know, this year has just kind of been such a strange year for him. Um, it, it's like with anything, like if you watch the NFL, you know, you see a guy who's in a contract here, they sit out for a season or, you know, they're any, you know, it, it, it's weird sometimes, you know, guys don't perform the way they perform if they ha- know they have a contract looming. So I do think Bush gets eliminated. I do think he, he battles, you know, I, I mean, Bush is one of those guys that, you know, could battle his way into the round of eight, but I just, I think his luck's going to run out at some point. You know, I do, I did mention, you know, a pissed off Kyle Bush is not a good Kyle Bush to have in the playoffs, but I do think that he does get eliminated here in the round of 12. And I, I don't see him going past the round of 12 here. I, I, I just don't think he's had a great year. I mean, last week they even mentioned on MRN that he literally won his second stage in all, all seasons. So that's, uh, yeah, that kind of tells you how, how his season's gone. I, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he even doesn't make it out of the round of 16. Um, yeah, because he's not one of those unlucky drivers like Byron that's yeah. not finishing but's fast. I just, I just think Bush will find a way to make it out of the round of 16 because there are, I think he is a better driver than some of these guys who are in the round of 16, um, such as like a Briscoe and a, and a Dylan right now. Um, you know, some of the other guys are a little bit of a toss up, you know, you can kind of pick either one, but, uh, I am going to go Bush getting eliminated here in the 10 position. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know if you saw the interview that just happened yesterday, so you probably didn't, but, yeah. um, Joe Gibbs. The uh, president of not Joe Gibbs, but you know the operations president. He said he hopes that Kyle Busch stays with Toyota, and with, they, they just hope that Kyle Busch has a good future. Uh, which Brad Keselowski said is basically just a send off. So I don't think Kyle Busch is going to go Joe Gibbs. In fact, I think Kurt Busch is going to retire, and Kyle Busch is going to go to 2311 for the one year before Reddick comes in to pair with Bubba Wallace, and that will <laughs> give Bush. I don't mind the uh, 10th pick for Kyle Busch. I don't have him 10th place, um, but I don't mind it at all. I mean, because what he's 11th heading into this. So yeah, yeah. You're, not a, you're not wrong there. I've gone with another RCR driver, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick is eighth right now in the standing. So, you know, he's right there on the cutoff line. Um, the, the, but at this point, really, the points don't matter. Now that we're like three races in and then six after this. Reddick is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's good enough to make it to the round of eight, let alone, you know, finish ninth. That's why I have him 10th. Mm. There have been multiple points this year where Austin Dillon has been the best RCR driver, but then there's been points where it's been Reddick. Reddick has eight top fives. That's really good. That's going to help yeah. him a lot. But he's really bad at super speedways. He's not great at the short tracks, but he's, what he's really good at is the road courses, which, of course, we have. But there's just so many good road course. I mean, you got to get past Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson first before we get into like you know giving Cindric or Suarez or Reddick a chance at winning a you know a Charlotte. I was gotta... gonna say though, Reddick has had a few opportunities to win some super speedways this year though. So I he mean, has, he but has... his average finish is twenty sixth, which is really bad. But last week, you could say he would have won last week because he had yeah. the run. To vivid, he's being a good teammate. And, and to be honest with super speedways, like you can't even look at the average finish because there's so many things that happen in that. That yeah, like so many uncontrolled factors that go into a super speedway. Like you can't even almost look at that statistic. So the only thing you um, can really look at is if someone has like a really good average finish, like a bubble wall, so it's an average finish of six point three. Yeah, yeah. So that, exactly. You can't I mean, but it is definitely a thing for sure. With Reddick, he qualifies well which is going to help him for sure. But he has been more inconsistent than Austin Dillon this year. 
which actually surprised me. So I could very well be wrong with Reddick finishing 10th. He could more than likely easily get a win at Talladega or Charlotte, but I don't think it's going to happen. They've been okay lately. Um, actually, let me see. They have uh, finished 14th lately, which, you know, I said I have them 10th, so I have them improving on how they've been lately, um, but not enough to get into the round of eight or finish ninth. So who's your final driver not making it to the round of eight? So it was between Reddick and Kevin Harvick, and I ended up choosing Kevin Harvick not, not to make it. it at nine. Um. You know, it was a tough selection. I mean, obviously, Harvick and Reddick are right there and there in terms of the points. Harvick has really come on these last couple of months in terms of his, you know, production. He's won two races. So, he's had a really good season um, in terms of the last few months and such. Um, You know, it started out a little bit rocky, but he is one of the hotter drivers heading into the playoffs. But I I think with this round, um, obviously, I could definitely see Harvick win in Talladega. Uh, Charlotte's interesting, you know, that's a, you know, I don't think he has a chance. He's not a good road coach. Yeah. I don't think he's got a chance either. But Texas Texas is another interesting track as well. Um, I just, I think Reddick finds a way to maybe win at Charlotte or Talladega. Um, maybe not so much Talladega, but more so Charlotte. Um, I, I, I just think Reddick finds a way to get in. It's really a hit or miss with that one. Um, I, I don't know. Stuart Haas has been a really weird team this year in general. Um, Amarul obviously not making it. Um, Cole Custer had a terrible season. He's had so. three terrible seasons. I They need to get yeah. rid of him. Yeah, they really do. Um, well, Custer made the playoffs last year. Because so. he got a lucky win. It's like I mean, he Dillon. still made the playoffs, though. So, I mean, he still well, got Austin it. Austin Dillon made the playoffs this year. Yeah, but, yeah, well, I mean, he won that race, though. So. so, I mean, you can't take that away from him. Okay. I don't. I really don't win. mind. That was just he won the wreck. Well, I, I actually I don't even know if you could say that because everybody got wrecked. So, um, but I, I, do think Harvick, <laughs> I do think Harvick barely misses out on the playoffs heading into the round of eight. I, I just think Reddick. I don't know. This round kind of serves Reddick a little bit more, especially with the road course. So I, I do think Reddick finds a way to sneak in. It does round. serve Reddick a bit better, but I I do. I I don't hate your Harvick pick now that you kind of explained it with the way the tracks are. But yeah, I mean, Harvick is a really again it could go driver either, right now, dude. It could go either way right now. Like I, I do like Harvick. I don't, as you mentioned, you were kind of saying, why do you hate Harvick? I don't hate Harvick. I do think Harvick has a shot to get to the even the round of four. Um, do I think? He I will? mean, yeah, he's he's third place in the odds. That he's got higher odds than the likes of Chastain and no, and yeah, uh, Hamlin. Yeah. I, I don't, but I I also don't hate it like you're saying with Rhett. But the only way that Harvick you know gets to that point is if reddick can stay consistent which is what he hasn't done but then like i said he can get that win and yeah but get and, and again reddick reddick getting in i'm like really on the fence about but i i do think like the, I, again i think the tracks suit him better i just i think reddick could have a better like round of 12 um so again we'll see it's it's really it's really hit or miss on some of these man like it's really weird um, for sure, but I, again, I I do think Reddick finds a way to sneak in. He I just think he has better finishes maybe at Talladega or Charlotte. And again, Talladega, I I won't even predict Talladega because that's no. such a mystery. And, and you never know, Charlotte non playoff driver might win last year, like Bubba. Exactly. So I guess we'll go to your rat, number nine. I guess. Yeah, now, the so. final guy I have missing the playoffs is someone that you had missing the playoffs one spot earlier. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is weird. He's coming in 11th. I have him finishing 9th. Um, of course, I have Bell and Hamlin then in the uh, making top 8. I don't see three, all three Joe Gibbs drivers making the round of 8. And Kyle Busch is kind of my uh, the guy I'm going to put there. Kyle Busch is really good at short tracks. But unfortunately, there's no short track in this, uh, yeah. in this thing here. Until but, Martinsville. Yeah. And and uh, Kyle Busch is one of the worst road course races, racers this year. Kyle Busch does have a lot of top 10s. But he has struggled recently, and one thing that is always going to happen with Kyle Busch is he's going to run well, and he's going to have an issue, and he's going to not get points from that race because yeah. he'll be in eighth, and he'll finish in 22nd because he either got a part of an unlucky wreck or something. How many times has that happened this year? A lot. You mentioned, like, oh, he only won his first state, but he honestly could have been in so many more uh, 
opportunities, which is explained by his 13 top 10s. He's got – there's 26 races. He's got 13 of them. He has finished in the top 10 every other race. Mm-hmm. But he's just not – he's kind of like Reddick. He's not putting them into finishes all the time. He's really unlucky. Yeah. He's going to get mad, which is kind of why I'm on the fence I'm a little bit with Chastain because all these guys are going to – you got Truex that wants to pay Chastain back. You got uh, Hamlin. You got Kyle Busch. I feel like that could kind of happen with Kyle Busch where he's going to get angry. He's going to make some decisions that he doesn't want to. And that's why I said I'm on the fence a little bit with Chastain, too, on making, a, on making you know, whatever he's going to do. Um, just because you never know what's going to happen. What if Denny Hamlin's already eliminated and Chastain's winning on Martinsville and Hamlin's yeah. lapped and we see Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott again and uh, Hamlin doesn't let Chastain make the championship four. I feel like that kind of happened with Bush with his like attitude, so to say. But mm-hmm. he's been he's been a lot better lately in terms of that. But <laughs> I don't I don't have him making the round of eight for more reasons rather than driving. Yeah. So I guess we'll go into the round of eight now, right? We'll uh, we'll kick off. Yeah, let's just do it like this. Don't say in a specific order, but what Toyotas do you have in your round of eight? Uh, Hamlin. Yep, I got Bell and Hamlin. Uh, the Fords. Uh, for Fords, I have Blaney, Logano, and I think that's it. Yeah, I've got Blaney, Logano, and Harvick. Okay. And then for Chevys, which obviously is like half the field. Yeah, um, four of, yeah. Elliot, Larson, Byron, Reddick, and Chastain. Okay, so you got five. Wow. Yeah, I only have three Chevys. I've got uh, Larson, Elliot, and then Chastain. Yeah. So I've, I've got a 3-2-2. Two, two. Heading into it, you have a five-one-two, so to say. So, yep, mine's a bit more uh, equal in terms of that, but you've got the Chevy dominance, which has been kind of what it's been this year. It's been all the, year, yeah, yeah. The Ford, the Ford at the beginning of the year when they won like the first five races, and then yeah, I mean, kind of lately. Mean, I mean, Toyota. literally, literally, the top five is four Chevys. So, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, eighth place, we got. Uh, eighth place, I'm going to go Tyler Reddick. Um, I don't think Tyler Reddick makes it to the, to the round of four. Um, this is where his luck runs out here. Um, again, the, the round of 12 fits him more. I I don't know. This is such a weird round of eight um, in terms of the tracks because they're all different style tracks. You got a Las Vegas that's an intermediate. Homestead is a, a massive track. Yeah. It's it's a mile and a half intermediate. Yeah, yeah. The same thing as got, Vegas, just a little bit different. But then you got Martinsville that's kind of a big, you know, weird track. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of Martinsville on the playoff schedule, even though I know it's produced some pretty good races. Um, I, and I the just, tire I test this year because they how bad it was earlier in the year. Yeah, it's just a, it's such a test track, if you will, um, if if you know what I mean. But uh, I, I do think Reddick gets eliminated. Um, as you kind of mentioned, you know, Reddick hasn't come on these last few weeks. Um, again, I do think he gets to the round of 12, but I think that's where his uh, his run ends, and I do think he finishes in eighth. Um, I, I give him credit. That's a great season, though, for Tyler Reddick. Um, and, you know, he really, I think, is going to be proven to 23-11 uh, whenever he takes over that ride, whether it be next season, because I do think her Bush it's will not, retire. It's not. It's 2024 that they have it signed. But I think contract. Bush is going to retire. Yeah, but they can't bring Reddick in. And, and they less... could. They could. They they very well could. And it's not gonna happen. He could signed... buy out his contract, dude. They could, but I mean, he's already signed for I think it'd be obvious for Kyle Busch because he doesn't have a ride right now. To just put Kyle Busch in there, and then you know. keep a Toyota. Uh, but you, at place... that point, you just keep Kyle Busch in the eighteen car. Well, I think Ty Gibbs is pretty much destined to get that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, eighth place would be great for Reddick. I have him tenth, which would be great for Reddick RCR. Yep. Just in general. Eighth place for me, I don't like it, but I, I also do like it. Um, just because it hasn't been the most fantastic year, I'm going Denny Hamlin. He's six right now, so that loses two spots. I honestly don't think Denny Hamlin gets a championship four. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, listen, I have a belt ahead of him, that means. Um, but for me, Hamlin... He's kind of on the Byron situation. Like, Hamlin has five top fives. At this point, you need top fives to make it into the round of four. Or you need wins. 
He does have three wins, so to say, even though only two of them counted. Um, but, you know, he's not putting top fives, not putting top sevens. He's not uh, top tens, I mean. He's not winning stages. He's yeah, not... but these tracks are, like, they're kind of in his wheelhouse. Like, he's good at these. They are. He's tracks. good at every single playoff track. That is one thing I wrote about him. He has won at every single playoff track. Like, he's good at Vegas. He's won at Homestead. Homestead is, like, one of his best tracks. And, of course, Martinsville's home track, too. Yeah. But, like I said, when you need to be – you need to have a chance. You need to basically win. If there's three different winners, only one person makes it on points for this. And in the short tracks this year, he's finishing 16th. On the intermediates, he's finishing 13th. He doesn't get top five. He has five all year. And he's not yeah, – I don't know. He's good at the top tracks for sure, but – um, I mean, I'll be interested to see if you have him. His wife's going to come work. back and bite him. <laughs> exactly. But uh, <laughs> I just don't see it. I could definitely see Hamlin doing better than Bell, uh, even though I don't have that. I do have Bell better than Hamlin, obviously, because I haven't eliminated Bell yet. But uh, I think eighth is perfectly fine. He's like fourth in terms of odds, so it's not that big of a thing. I only yeah. have him dropping like two spots. So. He could, he could win for sure. Imagine that's the reason why Hamlin gets eliminated because of his ex-wife. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> hey, kids, I, I I fired daddy today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, well, I I think we're gonna have the same number seven because it's someone we both haven't said yet. Uh, number seven, uh, I have Mister uh, Ryan Blaney. Uh, number seven. Uh, he Blaney's been very hot this season. He's had a very good under the radar year, but he just hasn't won anything, um, unfortunately. And I, you know, I, I, I picked besides all Blaney. Stories. Yeah, besides all stories. Um, I did pick Blaney to win, um, the championship this year, unfortunately, and that hasn't really. I mean, it still has a shot, but I, I don't think he will win, um, based off the way he's raced this year, um. I, Blaney's interesting because he could do well. He's done well at Vegas. I feel like Pensy cars always have performed well at Vegas. Um, so I could see Blaney do well at the intermediate track um, in Vegas and also even at Homestead as well. Um, it, again, these three are interesting as well. Like Vegas is an interesting track. Homestead we haven't even raced on all year, so we don't even know what the next gen cars are going to be like on Homestead. Um, also, and then Chevy's won both races so far in terms yeah. of the, these two tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think Blaney does end up getting eliminated um, at the number seven position. Um, it was tough, but I mean, Chevy's been hot, man, this year. And I, I just, I don't know. I, like, I, I like Chastain and Byron a little bit better above him and like a Hamlin as well. Um, because Hamlin definitely, as I mentioned, he you mentioned it perfectly. I mean, he can win at these three tracks easily. Yeah, but then also the same situation where it's like he hasn't put the results on the table. Um, yeah, but Hamlin finds ways to win in the playoffs. Like he's he a does just like player. last year, which is what I was saying. The Blaney thing. Blaney hasn't won a race. He could easily win Darlington, just like Hamlin yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Didn't win a race. Won Darlington. Um, I was right when I said we were going to stay number seven. So I, I also had Blaney, which keeps him exactly where he is. Blaney's weird. He's got a lot of top fives, a lot of top tens. He's led yeah. a lot of laps. He's won a lot of stages. He's not great at any specific track here, but he's not bad at any of these tracks. He's going to do enough to not get eliminated in the round of 16 and the round of 12. It's mm-hmm. not like he has like points, really. He's not like a, a Elliot who has 40 points on the field already, or Logano yeah. with 25. But I, I just think he's the best Penske driver. He, he drives for a top team. He's consistently consistent, yeah. above average. It will be enough to get in. To this round of eight, but like I said, you have to either win, be one of the three winners, um, or make it on points. And I don't know if he can uh, rely on points again. Like yeah, he would have to this win year. Yeah. So I've got him in seventh as well. So you've eliminated one Chevy, one Ford. So you've got uh, you've got one Ford, one Toyota, and four Chevys left there. Yeah, so um, with my next driver, I'm going to eliminate. It's going to be Willie B. Uh, Willie B. does officially get eliminated. Um, I do think the points help him a lot. I know, obviously, now the points don't matter. But I do think points will matter for him to get to the round of eight. Um, you know, Willie B.'s kind of been off and on this year. He's had a better – you know, he's he's been good more than he's been bad. Not but 
I mean, he's been he's been decent. He had he's had a fast car. As I mentioned, five top fives all year, or five top uh, tens all year. Okay, okay. Um, but I do still, you know, Byron's an interesting guy. He, again, Hendrick cars are just interesting in general. But I do think Byron gets eliminated here. So. Yeah, like I said, I barely, I don't even have him making the round of it. So, uh, I think that's wishful thinking to have him six, but. <laughs> I mean, he's fifth in points, so. Yeah, but like I said, he's only got like six points on Austin Dillon right now. He's in last, so. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird with Byron. You, you're not making the sixth place with when you finish 20th every week. Um, but here's where the bell run ends for me at uh, sixth place. I feel like this is right. This gains him four positions. He's been the best Joe Gibbs driver and really for – the whole summer, like in terms of like June, July, August. I know you had the win with Hamlin that didn't count, uh, but Bell's picked up road course win. He's picked up an intermediate win. They switched pit crews and things just started working. He's got 14 top tens. Like I said, is second best. If he can just keep picking up, he gets more. He finishes more races in the top 10 than he doesn't, which is yeah. huge. So like I said, 14 out of 26. So if he if he keeps racking up these top ten, which I said it's very surprising how he didn't even have him making the round of sixteen, that's gonna get him to the round of eight just by finishing in top tens, couple top fives. He could win one of these races, but I don't think he will. Um, so I do have my final two Joe Gibbs drivers getting out eighth and yeah. sixth, which leaves me with three Chevys and two Fords for my top five. Interesting, interesting. Uh, so my number five is going to be Ross Chastain. Getting no championship for him. No championship. I, I I like Chastain a lot, and what a season he had, man. I mean, he started out really hot, too. Um, he looked really, really good. He's cooled off a little bit, but I like Chastain. Um, I do think he gets to the round of eight because I do think that he's had a very fast car this year. And, you know, again, I, you know, the round of 16, he's done well at Darlington. Um, he's done really good at Bristol. He's had a shot to win at Bristol um, in the past. Um, you know, I do think Chastain, you know, uh, finds a way to get to the round of 12 and then round of 12, he's done well, you know, at Talladega, you want to race this year, I believe at Talladega, right? It was the race at Talladega. Yeah. So and you won road coach race, which you got. Yeah. And he won Coda. Um, so, you know, I do think that Chastain does get into the round of eight. Um, however, I just, I don't know. These tracks are weird for Chastain. I just don't think he'll perform very well with these tracks. I'm not a big fan of him at Vegas. Homestead's kind of an interesting track. Martinsville's kind of a hit or miss. So I don't know. I just don't think Chastain is going to make it out of the round of eight. I I think there are better drivers that these tracks suit more. Um, and I, I just, I think Chastain just the, the, the time is up for him at this point. I do think inexperience not being in the playoffs and, you know, his aggressiveness as well. I do think we'll maybe come back to bite him as well. I think we could see something where, you know, we might have a little bit of drama happen, uh, with Chastain, but I, I do think though Chastain does end up finishing fifth, which is pretty respectable for his first season at track house and first time in the playoffs. So I do the key to podcast under 60 minutes for all you listeners. So we will go through our championship for not quickly, but relatively quickly, but I will also say who my fifth place driver is. Which I agree with you on Chastain. He's got 20 points. So he's almost, as long as he just does okay, finishes, you know, at least top 20, he'll make it to the round of 16. He's good enough to make it to the round 12. But can he win one of these races or get the best in points? I don't think so. I, like I said, I agree with you there. We both agreed on Blaney and uh, Chastain for fifth and seventh. Chastain's super quick, though, 10 top fives. It's hard to argue with that. Um, which I could very well see him getting a top five in one of these races, but you got to win. And this is something he hasn't done since May. So I don't, I don't like him when you have other guys ahead. So in no specific order, just randomly, who's your final four? Larson, Hamlin, Logano, and Elliott. Which I believe is the same final four from last season. Yes, it is. So you have two the both Chevys, the best Hendrick guys, the best Ford, and in your opinion, the best Toyota. The best Toyota. Which so is I, best Toyota. I have um two Fords, two Chevys, which I think would be very exciting. So I've um 
I have the two guys in Hendrick with uh, Larson and Elliott. Yep. And then I have, in my opinion, the best 10-speed driver with Logano mm-hmm. and the best uh, Stuart Haas driver with Yeah, to be Adam honest, Park. it was really easy to pick the Final Four because Elliott and Larson are almost locks, I think, to get in. Larson may be less of a lock, but Elliott's definitely a lock. And I felt like Logano was a lock, especially with how he has been recently and just the fact that yeah. he's won. He won at the start of the year with the Clash. Yeah, he won in the middle of the year, and he won in the end of the year. So it's yeah. Like, look at that, and look at that round of eight too. By the way, like Vegas, Logano yeah. is dominant. That's him. So Vegas. yeah, it made perfect sense. So remember, so now Phoenix. So like I said, this isn't. We all know Elliot's been the best driver this year. Yeah. In terms of points, and then what Logano, and then Larson, and then Harvick in terms of my order, yep. and then also you know you you just substitute with Hamlin. That does not mean that we're picking the best driver to win in phoenix we're picking who wins phoenix yeah so yeah. like i said last year elliot was gonna win phoenix larson best pick best pick crew in the nascar cup series decided to uh put in an amazing stop and guess who won the race and won the championship larson so we'll do it like this we'll just go quick that's it we got nine minutes yep. who finishes in fourth, and where do you think that they finish in Phoenix? So, in my opinion, I actually think Larson finishes fourth, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, I know Larson's had a fast car this season, but I don't know. In my opinion, I just think Larson, he has some struggles, I think, in this race, even though he really dominated last year's race and was able to uh, get past Elliott last year. Um, I don't know. Larson's interesting this year. It hasn't been the same year that he had last year. Obviously, a lot of new winners as well, but – um, you know, Larson's still going to be very competitive, I do think. Um, but I, I think something I, – I don't know. There's just some weird inclination that I have with Larson this year. I, I don't think – you know, I think he'll finish well. I just don't think he will finish well enough to win the championship. Yeah, and then, like I said, where do you think he'll, he'll finish in Phoenix probably? Probably top 15, I would yeah, say. I think. That's exactly how I feel about my driver that I'm putting in fourth. Just Kevin Harvick, I think he'll finish somewhere around like 13th or something. Harvick's going to do enough to get here. Like I said, he's been very, very good. That has him gaining five spots. I do could I could easily see Harvick winning Phoenix. When you, when you look at who is the best Phoenix driver in the NASCAR Cup Series, it's yep. Kevin Harvick. And Kevin Harvick just won at Richmond, which is kind of the same exact track, but, yeah. you know, without the oddities. So I, I'm picking the best driver at Phoenix to finish last. So, like I said, don't, do not count out Harvick to win the championship. If he makes the final four, Harvick will be second behind Chase Elliott probably in yep. terms of odds just because of how good he is. But things happen in the race. I think Harvick finishes like 12th or something and gets fourth. So, your top three then is Elliott, Logano, and Hamlin. Who do you yep. have third? I'm going to go Hamlin uh, in third. Um, you know, Hamlin's interesting. He could come on in this race. I don't, th- I, I think he'll also finish in the top 15. I don't really see guy like, I don't see any of these guys finishing below the top 20. Um, in my opinion, I have Hamlin right around like the 12, 11 spot. I would say, um, I, I don't think Hamlin is as good as Logano and Elliot, but I do think Hamlin, you know, can battle a little bit. I think he might finish out better than Larson, um, or he'll be like at least close to Larson. Um, so I do think that Hamlin is my third placed driver in terms of where I have him in the placing. And and Hamlin's interesting. Again, he can easily win Phoenix. I don't know. I don't think he's have from at least from what I've seen from him, it feels like he hasn't had much success at Phoenix, but I do see him maybe at least, you know, battling because he finished 13th there early in the year, starting from second. So, okay. So exact kind of exactly where I have him finishing in this race. So Harvick in terms of my guys, Harvick was the best finisher. Again, these drivers that we have could easily win Phoenix. And and a few of them have already won Phoenix, like Elliot and Larson. I do believe Logano also won Phoenix and Harvick. So, And all my five have, and I think the only one of yours is Hamlin hasn't. So, uh, yeah, Hamlin hasn't. So, but he could easily win it. I mean, it's you know, oh, yeah. he's a competitive. He yeah. just got to get there, which I didn't have. I had him finishing eighth, but all right. Now, now, uh, what's your number three? My number three is your previous champion, Kyle Larson. As you mentioned, just hasn't been the same year for Larson. 
Um, he he heads in fourth in points. Just think of it this way: Ross Chastain has had a better year than yep. Kyle Larson. So uh, you know, Larson he definitely is one of the best drivers for sure. Ten top fives. He's led plenty of laps this year. You this this is a short track, which Larson yep. has not been good at this year. I know he won this race last year. The pit crew, effectively. Um, it'll be weird. I don't know how Larson will feel about you know making the championship core but not winning. He's definitely going to want to win, but I've yeah. got him third. So we both have a Chase Elliott and Joey Logano top two. So we'll do it this way. Who is winning your NASCAR championship? I'm going Chase Elliott, and I think he outright wins this race too. Um, Elliott's been really hot this year. He's been the best driver, and I'm not just saying this because I am a Chase Elliott fan. Um, so I'm not being biased on this. I just think Elliott's the better driver here. I think he's he's raced very well at Phoenix. I think Logano is definitely going to give him a battle. I do think he Logano will finish in the top five somewhere. Um, I just think Elliott's the better driver. I, I don't know. I, and I wouldn't say even Logano's a bad driver. I, I don't. I, all these four are great drivers. Everybody's a great driver in this uh, playoffs for the most part, but. I just think Elliott's been the more like the faster car all season. He's had a great year. Obviously, Phoenix, he's won at Phoenix already, winning the championship in 2020. I think he adds another title to his resume, man. I, I, I would love to see Logano win just to, you know, mix it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, I do think Elliott and Hendrick continue their success. And what a dynasty, man. They're like becoming like the, 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 the Patriots of uh, of NASCAR in terms of all the wins that they're racking up. Here yeah, but lately, because they had a dry spell for like three or four years for, in the transition. Yeah, right, in, right towards the end of uh, Jimmy Johnson's yeah. career and stuff, they, they had a dry spell when they were trying to. And then once Elliott kind of started winning, things started changing. And then you bring in Larson and then Byron. And I mean, you know, this is Hendrick team is very vastly different than what it was in the past. You know, this is like. This is like when they had Jimmy Johnson, Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, and Casey Kane. I mean, this is exact. I mean, this is as good of a class that they've had. So, yeah. All right. So I've only got two minutes left. So I'll just explain my reasoning. So I think we both have the same thing. I think the winner of this race does outright win it. Yeah. Sure. I've gone Joey Logano. Let me tell you why. Logano is always in this playoff championship for it. Seems like whether it was in Homestead or it's in phoenix he always just seems to be there and finishes third usually but i think things are different this year this has been joey logano's best season in a while but it's also been chase elliott's best season in nascar yeah though it's really tough like i said it comes down to who wins phoenix i think when you look at how these guys have performed at phoenix earlier in the year logano was slightly better you look at short tracks on a whole Logano's averaging a seventh place finish compared to Elliott's ninth place finish. Elliott did have five races in a row where he got first or second. I went to one of them in Atlanta. But Joey Logano has finished an average of sixth place this month. And of course, he got second in Michigan blocking Bubba Wallace or third place in Michigan, sorry. But it's hard to argue with Chase Elliott's 17 top tens and 10 <laughs> top fives. But Joey Logano is not far behind with seven, 12 of, of himself. Really, like I said, I, I think Elliott's the better driver this year. Yeah. But Joey Logano has had so many of these Phoenix races where he's just finishing an eighth and gets third in the championship. And I think it's been a weird year for, for Ford. They started off super good, like I said, winning the clash with Logano, winning both duels, winning Daytona winning Phoenix, then they didn't do anything until this last month where they really started getting going with Harvick twice, Logano. And I think, especially with the playoffs, you know, there's nine races in the playoffs up to this point. I think Ford keeps building momentum, which is why I have two Fords and two Chevys. I just think, I think it's just going to be something. I don't see Hendrick winning three years in a row. And I've got Logano. So I think that's going to do it. I've only got like 20 seconds left. So that's it for this podcast. Pretty big show today. With I said the predictions, we'll we'll have a show um, in ten weeks. Uh, we'll have them in between, obviously. Uh, but in ten weeks, we will rejoin this. See how we did. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of surprises. Maybe one of us 
gets like five of them correct or something. I don't know. But thanks for joining, Dylan. Anything to say? You got 10 seconds. Go Chase Elliott. Go Chase Elliott. Go Joey Logano. Go Kevin Harvick. Go Chris Bell. And boo Byron.